Are you an author, poet, comic book creator, or an artist? Do you have a novelette, novella, novel, poetry book, comic book, graphic novel, or art books that you thought about publishing, but you don't have the cash to self-publish? Well, this is your lucky day. Announcing Dark Myth Publications' second annual Open Contract Challenge. Currently, we are accepting submissions for round one, the pitch. No matter what type of book you have, send the judges your pitch by 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, April 30th. So what do you get if you win? I'm glad you asked. Third place winner will receive a $50 Visa gift card. Second place winner, or the runner-up, will receive an e-book contract for publication through one of Dark Myth's brands, plus a $100 Visa gift card. Grand prize winner will receive a contract for an e-book and a print publication through the Dark Myth Publication Division, a full distribution market circulation for a year. Also, you'll receive a $200 Visa gift card. Cool, right? But we're not done yet. As the winner, you will also receive a round-trip airfare and hotel accommodations to California to be part of the second annual Jayzoman Pop Culture Expo for the signing of the book in 2021. And now that I have your attention, go to www.opencontractchallenge.com and enter to win. And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. The World of Myth Bits. Hey everybody, and welcome to the World of Myth Bits episode... Aha, see, we are almost back to normal. Almost. Episode uh, 77, I think. I could be wrong. (coughs) (coughs) I could be wrong. I'm still sick. Yep, still sick. Yes, episode 77. Still living with the virus. (laughs) Um, I was getting better. I had a couple of days there where I felt great. Um, sitting up in bed, felt good. And, you know, been about four days now with no fever. And I woke up this morning and um, my lungs feel like glue. <laughs> you can probably hear it. Um my lungs feel like glue. So, still no fever, um, I think. I'm not sure if my thermometers are working correctly, but I'm keeping an eye on it, and I'm keeping an eye on the congestion. Now, it could be allergies. It is allergy season. Um, so, tomorrow, if this ick is still there, I'm going to take... Um, an allergy pill and see if how that does. I mean, my eyes aren't watering and running. My nose is fairly clear. So, um, yeah. We will see how if this ick plays out. It's um, really cutting into my um, writing because I had grand plans for my two-week quarantine. <laughs> Um, 
I was going to work on my ghostwriting. Now, the first week was a complete write-off because sitting up wasn't even an option. I just, oh, I felt awful. This week, I did get some writing in, but not to the extent that I want to because concentration is still an issue. So, see, concentration is an issue because I'm trying, that, that, that. So anyway, um, what has happened to me since the last time I talked to you? Well, my scenery hasn't changed. I'm still in the boudoir. And I've rearranged it in my head. Now I just have to find the energy to get up and actually do it. Um, Surprisingly enough, lying in bed for the last two weeks, I have lost... Um, a significant amount of weight. <laughs> um, enough that it's it's fairly noticeable. I'd, pr- I'd say probably at least between 5 to 10 pounds. Um, I am eating. I am being fed. <laughs> so. <laughs> CJ says hello. I'm sure you've all missed him. Um, housekeeping. Okay, housekeeping. Let's get that out of the way before I forget. So, deadline for the magazine is on Wednesday, and I can say Wednesday. I know for a fact it's Wednesday, because that is the end of my quarantine, unless I still sound like this, and I'm stuck in here until 48 hours after this goes away. So, deadline is um, the 15th, so get your stuff in. I'm not exactly sure... What all we... Hang on one second. CJ! Stop. Thank you. I have... um, It's kind of like a little red riding hood cloak hanging on the back of my bedroom door. And CJ likes to climb it. And then jump from the back of the door onto the bed. Let me call him. Come here. Come, come. He's upset because the door is closed. Because everybody in my house right now is sleeping. Um... It's 12.42 Monday morning, Uh, so when I'm recording this, and that's Ontario time. So yeah, everybody is um, sleeping, so I closed the door, and he's not happy because, I mean, he was up here sleeping and and, and not caring and and just hanging out and doing nothing until I closed the door, and then all of a sudden it's like... (laughs) I'm trapped. I need to get out. Oh my gosh. I gotta go. So, (coughs) yeah, he's fine now. Anyway, as I was saying, see, told you, focus. Not a a strong suit. 15th. Deadline. Um, Yes, I have everybody who submitted stuff. I have seen it. Um, I will respond the 16th or the 17th and let you all know that I have received it. Um, as I, yeah, no, (laughs) I, I, I get the notifications on my phone every time I get an email. So I have seen them. I know that they're there. I just haven't replied to anybody yet, uh, to let you guys know that I have received them and I will be, um, going through them and sending out acceptance. Let's try this again. 
acceptance or rejection emails in the next week or well yeah in the next week because yeah in the next week because yeah deadline is wednesday and magazine comes out the week after so holy crap okay we got work to do (laughs) i almost feel like i've been drinking wow and all i've been drinking is water i think the strongest thing i had I've had so far is a decaffeinated Earl Grey tea. It's lovely. Just lovely. Okay, so that is that housekeeping. Now, over to the other thing. We are still accepting um, pitches for the open contract challenge. And we are accepting those as soon as my computer catches up. Thank you. There we go. Contest for the pitches closes. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. The end of this month. Midnight California time. At the end of April. So get your pitches in. Um, I know I've talked to a few of you about your pitches so get them in get them in i know you can do it um i'm really excited for this one because i have quite a few people that i know that are in the contest this year which is why i'm not a judge because i don't want anybody to say hey you know her friend won or her friend got moved through no i'm gonna root you cheer you all on and y'all know who you are there's about three of you so far so four of you there's four of you four there's four of you wow (laughs) so um good luck everybody get your pitches in and this is going to be a fun year. I'm excited. Year two. Okay, so that's open contract challenge. Still accepting pitches till the end of this month. CJ, yes, I know. I'm repeating myself. Okay, so eight minutes, eight and a half minutes in, and we've covered the housekeeping. We've done the open contract challenge. We've done deadline for the magazine. Um, I'm still ill. My cat is an unhappy cat. CJ, shush. I'm going to have to go and open that door. I'm going to. He's just not going to to shush until I do. So, for the first time in our pod- podcast history, we are going to actually move around for a minute. Ugh. Ooh. I do have to say, I can understand why people have to rebuild their strength after a long period of time in bed because I've spent most of the last two weeks in my bed. And it takes a lot of energy just to get up and walk down the hall to the bathroom. Um, My legs are shaky and I feel very weak and tired and it's not fun. Okay, we're back in bed now. (coughs) Excuse me. My goodness. This might be another short podcast just because 
I was able to keep the coughing at bay last week because it wasn't this bad. Um, <coughs> but I'm finding the more I'm talking, the more I'm coughing, which really sucks. Okay, so we've covered Open Contract Challenge. We have covered what issue it is. We have covered Deadline. We have covered... We've covered. We got it covered. Okay. So, exciting things in my world. Well, bought a car. And it was supposed to be... No, I bought... My husband bought a car for me. Because being an author and trying to build a career as an author, you have to go to public events. You have to go to Comic-Cons. You have to go to Expos. You have to be available to go to author events. You have to go to those small book, you know, specialty bookstores and sell them your book. Well, it's kind of hard to do by bus. I mean, you can do it, but it's kind of hard to do by bus and renting a car pretty much eats up most if not all of what I would make selling my book at an expo because once you pay for your hotel and your table and the car rental forget it and then don't forget you got to eat too um so if I'm going to be an author I need to travel I'm going to travel, I need a reliable vehicle. So, my husband bought me a 2017 Nissan Micra SV. It's a little car. It's a little bitty bitty car. Uh, they have nicknamed it on the internet. I've seen it called the smiley car because the front grille looks like a smiley face. No, I'm not going to get the eyelashes for the headlights. Um, there's... Th- there was a conversation, just so you know. The reason why I'm saying this, <laughs> the why I'm saying this is because there actually was a conversation. But the ones that that are 3D and kind of come up, just I don't know. They look they look weird. They just they look weird. But I do have a friend um, who owns Stuck on You Designs, and she can do decal eyelashes if I so choose um I know she's not a sponsor I'm just throwing that out there because she's my friend who knows one day she might be um she does great work you should check her out on Facebook just saying (laughs) and if you do tell Crystal Stephanie sent you from the world of Mythbits you heard it on the world of Mythbits podcast Anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm not going to get eyelashes, but it's also been called the pumpkin car because it's kind of shaped like a pumpkin, sort of. So I've been batting around, I name all my vehicles, every one that I've ever had, I've named. Um, My very, very, very first car was a... Pontiac Parisian two-door. It was huge. It was old. It was huge. 
and we called it the boat or the SS Minnow because it was constantly breaking down. <laughs> it had holes in the floor <laughs> covered up by the floor mats. You know, if you move the floor mat, you could do the Fred Flintstone. Um, so that was I had that one called the boat. And then I had a little red Ford Tempo called Micro, short for microwave, because anything you left in the back window melted. I still owe my husband a sticks cassette because I melted his sticks cassette in the back window. <laughs> it was still stuck to the window ledge in the back window of the tempo when I drove it wobbling to the scrapyard. Um, the front axle broke. So when I would drive, it was like I was driving over a speed bump only on one side. It was kind of fun. But I drove that puppy to the scrapyard. I tend to keep vehicles and fix vehicles and drive vehicles until I pretty much drive them into the ground and they can't be fixed. And then I had um, the Poodle, which was my convertible. I had a Dodge 600 or 400 convertible. And we called it the Poodle because because of the age of the car, it was allowed to be in the classic car show and um, the classic car tour that they did up here every Sunday night. All the classic cars would get together and they would drive a special route through town and all the back roads and everything and down through the beaches. And then we would all meet at the Burger King parking lot and everybody'd line up their cars and everybody'd come out and check out the cars and all that stuff. So it was called the Poodle because me and my girlfriend always dressed up in like the poodle skirts with the crinoline and the bobby socks and 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 the the patent leather shoes and you know the little cashmere sweaters with the little poodles on them and had her hair up in the ponytail and everything so yeah there's the poodle hello cj welcome back yeah shh, excuse me excuse me shush I don't, I, 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 it's been quiet all evening. I don't know what his malfunction is. CJ, stop. I don't know what his malfunction is. It's been quiet all evening. We've been watching movies together. He's been curled up beside me. And now he's throwing a fit. So, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, now it's crazy cat hour. Okay. So, that, then, I, that was the poodle. And then... I got with my husband, and I had two boys, Yeah, I know I'm missing, oh, station wagon, we got the station wagon, the silver bullet, because it was uh, Mercury, I think, Mercury Sable station wagon, and it was silver, and then blood red on the inside, <laughs> that puppy took us to Florida and back, um, so we had the silver bullet. And then we moved from um, station wagon to a minivan because we had another kid. And our first minivan was um, Dodge, I think. Yeah, and it was blue. And we called it the Tick. And the reason why we called it the Tick was A, it was blue. 
And B, when you turned it off, as it cooled down, it would tick, 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 tick. And it had several ticks to it. Like, um, as it got older, <laughs> you would, if you drove it for a while, the engine would heat up. And there's this wire inside that wouldn't connect. So if you shut it off and then tried to start it again, it wouldn't start. So you had to stick your hand down the front of the engine without burning yourself. Keep in mind, the engine is hot. And wiggle this wire and shove it back in. Then you could start the vehicle. Had a few ticks. So, hence the tick. Then we got a green Dodge Caravan. And that one saw a lot of sister trips. Now, I say sisters, meaning my close-knit group of best friends we're like sisters. So we call each other sisters. So it was nicknamed the Estro Van as an estrogen, the Estro Van, because it was always full of women, always full of women. And it was green. So we used to say it was green with envy. And man, did that thing move. Oh, it, we would get a happy little bubble going. Now, the bubble is a magical thing. It is a magical thing. And I don't recommend doing this because it doesn't always work for everybody. Um, it always works for Dana and I when we're traveling. We get into the bubble. Generally, I watch my speed, but, you know, I have on occasion been a little bit of a lead foot. Um, the bubble is fueled by music. Not just any music. It's got to be good music. It's got to be music that the driver and the passenger rock it out to. You can sing along to it. You're rocking out to it. You can dance to it. Yes, I can do the time warp while driving. Just so you, And keep the vehicle straight. I can do the time warp while driving. But I've never been pulled over for speeding. Touch wood. Because I'm getting a new car, so... Let's not curse it. Never been pulled over for speeding. We have gone by speed traps. Speeding. And they haven't even looked up. It's really interesting. So we call it the bubble. You get into the bubble. And you got the music going. And you're laughing. And you're relaxed. And you're having a good time. And you're... The thing... Yeah, it's just... It's good. It's the bubble. So that was the Estrovan. And then we got... Um, the Montana. Hannah. I know, it's an obvious name. <laughs> we call maybe that's why it died. <laughs> it's sitting in my driveway now, um, a lawn ornament. And we've done everything to it to get it to start. We're pretty sure the wiring from end to end is shot. So yeah, we named it Hannah. And when we got it, my daughter um was into Hannah Montana, so she was thrilled that we got this vehicle called Montana, so hence the name Hannah. So I name every vehicle I've ever owned. And this one is going to be no different. Now I've been batting around a couple of names. I haven't physically seen the car. So I can't say definitely this is the name of the car because the car names itself. The name will come, it's kind of like a pet. The name will come, but I have a couple because of what I've been reading about it online. It's little, it's, you know, 
looks like a pumpkin, which makes me think Cinderella. It's black, like my soul. <coughs> um, so we'll see. It might be Maleficent. It might be Gus Gus after the little mouse in Cinderella. Um, it could be Morgan. We'll see. We'll see how the car feels. But anyway, I'm getting a new car. It's supposed now. It, okay, here's the story. Here's the story. My husband has um, native status. He is a native Indian. He is Iroquois. Mohawk. Woo! He's Mohawk. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. He, oops. My bad. He's Mohawk. So he has a status card. Now, um, back when he first got his status card, they used to have an expiry date on them. So his is expired. He's been fighting with Native Affairs about that because now the new ones do not have an expiry date because your status doesn't expire until you're dead, until you expire. So it's not like after four years, he's no longer Native. Um, so he's been, but you have to pay for the new card. So yeah, he's been fighting anyway. So he doesn't have a drive. He has an expired driver's license, uh, learner's permit. He has an old health card, so it doesn't have his picture on it. And he has his expired status card. So the finance company wanted photo ID for him. So we sent the status card and we sent his expired driver's license. And I made it perfectly clear. At the very beginning, that A, I needed the card delivered to me, and they assured me, oh, not a problem, you will have it delivered to you, not a problem. Okay, fine. And B, we are not using my husband's status card to get tax-free. Because in order to buy a vehicle tax-free, you have to buy it on the reserve. His reserve is Bay of Quinte, which is about four and a half hours south of us. Um, so the, the gentleman that I'm dealing with, because we've been passed around and passed around and passed around. And then we finally landed on this person. So... He assures me, okay, Carl will be there Thursday, not a problem. He's already been here. We've already signed the paperwork. Never once mentioned the status card. Never once mentioned it. And he has a copy of the status card front and back with the expiry date on it to say that it is expired by several years. Okay, Carl's going to be here Thursday. Yay, I'm excited. I'm going to put my mask on and I'm going to put my gloves on and I'm going to go stand at the door and stay away from everybody and look at my new car sitting in my driveway because I can't go anywhere. So six o'clock Thursday night, my car's still not here. So I call. Well, no, I called at I think three o'clock and he said, give him an hour. The car was in Rama at the reserve. Do what now? So I had to take the car up there and get a picture of it at the reserve. Do what now? Why? For the status card. Uh, no, I told you not to use the status card. Oh, well, we got you. No, we got you. No tax. No tax. No, 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 no. I told you not to use the status card. It's expired. 
we don't have a way to get to Rama. Why do you think we're buying a car? Because we have a car in the driveway already? And we needed a spare? I don't think so. <coughs> so, he says, give me an hour. I'm a little cranky by this point in time. And this was on a day I was feeling good. So, I had a little bit of feistiness to me. And anybody who knows me when I get angry... <laughs> I did not throw anything or break anything this time. I'm just putting that out there. Okay. So, he says, give me an hour. Okay, fine. Three hours later, I called him back. Excuse me, there's still no car in my driveway. It's been three hours. I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to have to go to Rama and get it. No, I do not. Now, this is where I started getting really angry. Because I said, first of all, you were told from the very beginning that we were not using the status card to get it tax-free. Why wouldn't you want it tax-free? Because we don't want to have to go to the reserve to get it. You have to buy the car from a car lot on the reserve. Now, it used to be you had to live on the reserve, but they've changed that, I believe. I'm not sure. Because we don't generally use his status card. We pay taxes just like everybody else. On everything. Just like everybody else. The only reason he got the status card was to get the tax break when our child went to college. But she decided she's not going to college yet. So, we don't use the status card. Anyway, I digress. I said to him, I said, first of all, we told you not to use the status card. Second of all, it's expired. So, what you did was illegal. Oh, just lost my train of thought. Right. I said, secondly, one of the very first conditions that I asked before we even decided to head down this road was that the car would be delivered to my driveway. Because we don't have a car to get wherever the car is to pick the car up. And you assured me, not a problem. He says, okay, give me a few minutes. All right. I told him he had 10 minutes. Call me back. So, he doesn't phone me back. So, I call him back. He's still telling me, I have to go to Rama. I have to, oh, no, I don't. Well, now, I, now, he's, now he's saying, well, now I have to redo all of the paperwork and resubmit everything. Do what? Hold on. No, you don't. First of all, there is now a car out there somewhere being driven by who knows who with plates on it in my name insurance on it in my name and the ownership in my name you need to figure out a way to get my car here or i'm going to report it stolen because i didn't authorize it to go anywhere but from where you had it to my house well why would you do that he says well because as of this moment i don't know where my car is and it is considered stolen it's supposed to be sitting in my driveway it is not sitting in my driveway. Illegal things have happened, and it is elsewhere. Why would I not phone the law? So, he, okay, give me a few minutes. Give me a few minutes. I'll call you right back. I told him he had 10 minutes. I set a timer. He called me back at 8. 8 minutes. So I'll give him credit there. My car will be in my driveway by noon Monday. Today. So, we'll see. We'll see. My car better be here. If it is, there will be pictures. 
I will post pictures. I will get onto social media briefly to post pictures of my new car. But, um, yeah. That has been my, my escapade. I mean, when you're sitting in your room in your bed doing nothing, you have a whole lot of time to think and to chew on things and to plot. Well, not plot, but to plan on what you're going to say and build up a whole lot of irritated, bored angst. Because I've been feeling pretty good for a couple of days and stir-crazy was starting to set in. <coughs> um, uh, I tell you. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have some of the goofiest people in my life. I really, really, <laughs> I really, really do. I have some of the goofiest people in my life. But I do love them dearly. <laughs> there are days that I would be absolutely and totally completely lost without them. And I am very thankful. Very, very thankful for their friendship. But, ah, uh, <laughs> goofy. <laughs> goofy, 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 doofus. Doofus. Anyway, so that has been my adventures in car. <laughs> so, now, I mean, it's really, the car, it's a good deal. It really is. Like I said, it's a 2017 Nissan Micra SV with 31,000 kilometers on it, which is like 19,000 miles, I think. Something like that. So I'm excited because I will be able, once they lift the travel ban, I will be able to travel and get to places and do things. And I mean, I have things scheduled. There are things in the works um, being planned for um, stuff. So, yeah. I want my car, man. I want my car. I want to go. And that used to be um, when I had a vehicle before, that used to be how I would clear my head. I would get into my car or my minivan and I'd put my tunes on, roll the windows down, and just drive. Just drive and drive and drive and drive and drive. Down back roads, any which way, um, and sing and think. And I would work out a lot of stuff, um, think over a lot of stuff. Sometimes I would work through a lot of stuff. So that was my stress relief, my um, safe place I could go park somewhere and just scream therapy, you know, sing to my little heart's content, sing till I had no voice, listen to music that make you cry, music that makes you laugh, music that makes you want to dance. Um, I could jump in the car and go off and visit my, my girlfriends. I could go down to the city. I could go to my sisters, wherever. I mean, when I needed to get away, I could do that. I haven't been able to do that. I've been very lucky in the fact that I've had people willing to come get me when I need to go. Um, and then I got to go to Florida for as long as I did. And then over to California. But I worked for that, mind you. So it will be nice to have a car again and have eventually, <laughs> eventually have that freedom, that ability to go. Um, now, I don't know. Most of you aren't on my personal page, and I haven't posted it on my public page, but I am taking a step back for a bit from social media. Um, I will still be posting on the World of Myth page, 
both podcast and magazine. And I will be keeping up my um, public accounts because they are directly tied to my career as an author. But beyond that, I'm avoiding social media because and I've had to have this conversation with my husband as well I get that this is serious I am taking the steps I understand it is deadly and we need to do things to make it go away and to get things better but I cannot emotionally and mentally handle being told by various outlets, including my husband, that this social distancing and and only going out for essentials could last 18 months to two years. I can't handle that. I had a breakdown at the thought of that. So I need to take a step back from social media, back from being bombarded with the death toll and the amount of cases in my area and the amount of cases in my province and the amount of cases in my country and how it's spreading and it's getting worse and it's doing this and it's doing that. And, you know, the the workers on the front lines don't have the proper equipment to protect themselves. I have loved ones that work on the front lines both in the medical profession and in the grocery stores. In the factories that make the medical equipment and the essential products and that are cleaners. In the factories. So I have loved ones, close loved ones, my husband, my daughter, my daughter-in-law. They all work. My sister could be called back because she's an NP. So I need to take a step back and I need to stop. I need to go into my happy bubble. I need to get some much needed writing done. And I can't do that if I am in a place of panic and fear. And depression and worry and darkness. So I'm going to get off social media for a while. Tonight, um, instead of cruising TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, I watched movies. I watched two of my favorite movies. I haven't seen them in a while. And I actually found a new song, (laughs) a new favorite song. Because I don't normally watch the credits. I do sometimes. um, Just because there's a few movies like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, if you don't watch the credits roll you miss the good stuff at the very end so i usually let the credits roll but i don't pay attention to the music playing so tonight i actually um caught one of the songs and they were only playing snippets of songs at the end of this movie it was um charlie st cloud that i watched yes i'm a zach efron fan shoot me gotta come find me first and i'm quarantined to my bedroom so you got Pick the right angle on the house if you're going to get me. <laughs> anyway, 
I like Zac Efron. The boy grew up good. Okay. So. Um, so yes, I watched Charlie St. Cloud. And at the end, when the credits were rolling, they were playing little snippets of songs. And there was this one piece, one part of a song, and it just kind of caught my attention. And I'm like, I really like that. So. <laughs> to the phone. To the Apple phone. I went. My sister told me about this really cool app. Apparently, I'm late to the game. I'm always late to the game. So I downloaded Shazam while I was at my sister's. And I've never had a chance to use it. So this snippet comes on, and I'm watching the credits, and I'm like, I, I don't want to sit here and wait. Wait! <laughs> I have an app for that! So pulled up the app and pushed it, held it to my speaker, and it listened, and then it told me what it was. And I went and found it on my, my Apple Music. And yay! <laughs> so I was very excited. So I now have a new song. And it's, it's called um, Magic Show by Electric Owl. You should check it out. It's a very happy song. I really like it. Um, and before that, I watched... It was a Zac Efron night. I watched The Lucky One. So that is what I'm doing. I am revisiting a lot of, of old shows that I loved. Um, I've, been, <laughs> I've been binging Supernatural for a while. Pretty much... Um, I was explaining this to, to Dave the other night, a fan, okay, a fan will binge the previous season before the new season starts because a lot goes on. If you've ever watched Supernatural, especially as you're getting into the later seasons, a lot happens in a season. Um, even the writers sometimes can't keep up with everything that goes on in a season. I mean, they left poor Adam in a cage for 10 years. <laughs> kind of forgot about him. <laughs> he's out now. <laughs> Not happy, but he's out now. Um, so a fan will watch the previous season throughout the summer so that they get a refresher on what's happened heading into the new season. A dedicated or overly obsessive fan, such as myself, will binge all however many seasons up to the season they're about to start. All of them. So season 15 has started. Um, they are on hiatus right now because of COVID. So, there aren't any new episodes coming out. I watched the first couple. This is the final season. <sighs> yes, I say that. With a shuddering sigh. Almost a tear. Um, and as the season resumes, when the season resumes and it gets closer and closer and closer to the final episode, I apologize to you all now. You will hear about it in my podcast. Why? Because it is my absolute all-time favorite show ever, and it's my podcast. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I watched the first couple of episodes of season 15 and went, nope, I am not ready to do this yet. I am not ready to, I'm in denial. And I started Supernatural all over again from season one. I am now on season 11. 
and I had to stop for a while because I was getting too close to season 15 again. <laughs> so, so, I went over to Netflix and started binging another one of my favorite shows, and that was Once Upon a Time. Now, they only put out a few seasons, but Dave asked me, I, I said to him, I said, you would not believe how many times I have binged um, the entire series. And he asked, he says, well, how many? Four? Went, mm, no. <laughs> Little more than four. Um, now, mind you, when it first came out 15 years ago, 2005 is when it came out, um, you couldn't binge the entire season. Unless you bought it on video cassette, which I did not, so it wasn't until it was available on the internet that um, I started binging. But yeah, I have seen the entire season up to the final episode of season fourteen seventeen times. And you know what? I'm not ashamed of that. Because every time I watch watch it, I come across an episode and I go, I don't remember watching this one. How did I miss this? Or there's something in an episode that I do remember watching going, I don't remember. I, how did I miss that? How did, that makes so much sense because they'd be referenced later. And uh, later when it was referenced, I, went, I, I missed that. I don't remember. Yeah, so, yeah, carry on, my wayward son. <sighs> I'm going to miss that show. But thank you to the internet. I can go and revisit it any time I want to. And I'm binging it right now on Amazon Prime. So, yay. But that's what I'm doing. I'm getting reacquainted with old shows. Um... I haven't watched anything new except for uh, The Tiger King. <laughs> when I logged into Netflix today, I went, oh, they have another episode. There's an eighth episode. I had to watch it. And if you've seen The Tiger King, you have to go and watch the eighth episode because it's revisiting with a lot of the major players after the airing, talking to them about um, what they think now that they've watched it. And, yeah, so you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. <laughs> it's still a train wreck. <laughs> but it's interesting to hear the opinions um, and the thoughts. So, yeah, better go Netflix. Send me an iPhone. I'll do, I'll do a thing for you. <laughs> Low budget. Come on. Belly aching from the boudoir. There you go. Bitching from the boudoir. That would make a good, hey, Hey, Dave. <laughs> okay. All right. I think I'm going to wrap this up. That's been my week, which has actually been far more exciting than I had actually anticipated when I did the podcast last week, because I'm thinking, what the heck am I going to talk about? More staring at my walls and <coughs> lying in bed. <coughs> okay. I'm getting wheezy. So I'm moving on up. <laughs> and those of you that watched... That particular show back in the 80s, I think it was, will get that reference. 
Um, and if you do, hit me up. Let me know you got it. Send me a message. Send me a DM. And uh, <laughs> tell, me, tell me you got it. So, okay. Until next week, uh, get your submissions in for the magazine. Head on over to www.theworldofmyth.com. And you can submit there. And, oh, 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 wait, I want to say congratulations. I almost forgot. I want to say congratulations to Chris Bice for his poem, Genocide, for winning Member of the Month. Way to go, Chris. I do believe that is Chris's second win for Member of the Month. So, yay, Chris! Um, okay, so head on over to www. That's all, folks www.theworldofmyth.com and get your submissions in. Make sure you read the guidelines, please. And submit your, if you're a new contributor, submit your um, profile, your, your bio and your pick in a separate document. If you are already a contributor and you already have a page, you do not need to send me your bio every single time. I don't need it. We have it. Unless you've changed it. And then let me know. Say, hey, I've changed my bio. Here it is. Okay. Um, You can catch us on Facebook at the World of Myth Bits Podcast or the World of Myth Magazine. You can find me on Facebook at Stephanie J. Barty. You can find all three on Twitter at the World of Myth Bits Podcast, the World of Myth Magazine, or me, Lupa B., you can find me on and me and open contract. Oh, you can also find open contract challenge on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm on Instagram at uh, Stephanie Barty author. Author Stephanie. Anyway, you'll find me. I'm also on TikTok at Lupa Barty, and I think that's it. I think that just about covers everything. So I will chat with you all next week. See ya. The World of Myth Bitch.